Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Teresa Arago. If there's one thing I know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because I'm breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next steps on your journey, today on Talking Sense. There was something my family used to say all the time when I was younger, and I'm sure you've heard it too. Iron sharpens iron. Clay doesn't sharpen iron. So today we're talking about your future and what impacts your future specific to who you hang around. Tell me the story of your closest friends and I can probably show you some of what's your future. If you've not been on Talking Sense long with us, then you'll notice we have a new face here today. This is Brian. He is one of our, I guess we're calling it paraplanners. Paraplanners, yes. Out of our Brian office. He is in the process of getting his licensing and I subjected him to coming and joining us on Talking (laughs) Sense. But Brian has a lot of life experience in general, and I felt like it would be good to have a different perspective, different voice in on this conversation. Um, It can be said a lot of different ways, but the truth is this. If you hang around nine broke people, you're going to be the 10th. If you hang around with nine driven people, you're likely to be the 10th there as well. And if you hang around nine people who are financially independent, you're going to be the 10th. So this is the concept we're talking about today. How do you recognize which group you're hanging around? Did you ever find kind of in your past where you look up and you go, wait, this isn't normal, right? Something that you thought was normal, you realize later on was not normal. Definitely. Multiple times, probably even more so in the last few years. (laughs) But, you know, um, yeah, you know, I was one of those people who was spending without Mm -hmm. really thinking about it. I bought a house. I really should have never bought that house. Mm -hmm. The good Lord had to take care of me to... Get me get through you those, out of that situation. Get, get me through those first few years, mm-hmm. you know, and then um, that's kind of began my path to where I'm sitting today. But, um, you know, also um, how I, you know, treat my body and mm-hmm. uh, how healthy I am as well as hanging around people who didn't really. Didn't talk about it, didn't, didn't think about yeah, it. Mm-hmm, and definitely. I think that that's common in general. What we consider normal is affected by who we're around. Um, And it may be how you were raised. It may be that financial independence wasn't something that was really important or talked about or taught, but you do have the ability to make changes there. And notice I use the term financially independent. I'm not talking about being rich necessarily. That's not a goal that I have. I don't want to, I mean, more wealth wouldn't hurt with my family size. So I'm not going to say I don't want more wealth, but I'm talking about being able to make wise financial decisions and build healthy financial habits. So we're talking about understanding who your core group is. You know, we talk about when, when I'm talking with my kids, I talk about Jesus and his disciples. There were a lot of people around Jesus, but not all of them were disciples. You may have friendships that are more casual. Those aren't as impactful to your decision making. But those who are your closest friends, there needs to be some common ground there, in my opinion. The first thing we're going to talk about is you need to know the difference between assets and liabilities when it comes to your journey. A lot of people actually don't understand what those are because that is jargon. Mm -hmm. Most people would say that a house is an asset. An asset. Right? Yes. It helps add to your net worth. It's an asset. But is it truly an asset? It's never going to provide income to you, not by itself while you're living in it at least. And even once you've paid it off, is it cost free at that point? No, no, no. You know, a home, you have taxes, you have insurance, mm-hmm. maintenance. I've owned my home about 20 years now. Man, the maintenance. 
that that I know is is going to need mm-hmm. the next four or five years. I can already see the you uh, can see the, the writing dark, on the, the wall. handwriting on the wall. <laughs> yes. So even a house, I know it, technically it would be labeled as an asset mm-hmm. for most people because you might have some equity that you can carry forward. But as long as you're living in it, it's really a liability yes. to you. Vehicles, those are liabilities. Oh, those are money pits. They I mean, are money. We, we pits. have to have them. But they are money pits. You're in Arkansas, at least. You've got to have a way to get from point A to point B because they're usually not right next to each other. But there are better ways to handle those assets. So with a home, not getting into a home that you can't afford. And then with cars, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, should I buy or should I lease? What would you tell them? I would say never lease. Mm-hmm. Never lease a car because you're paying almost as much for a lease as what you would be making on a payment. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's fees, I mean, hidden in there that you're paying. So yeah. It's basically renting. It's a long-term rental and they have all these rules. So if you put too many miles on, which for me would always be a challenge because I've got kids to take here and yawn all the time, I would end up paying a ridiculous amount. And at the end, you own nothing. Mm -hmm. At least if you're buying, you can take whatever equity you may have, especially if you're not one of those that just quickly turns around. If you can hang on to it for a while and take good care of that car, you might have some equity you could take into the next vehicle. So there's a you know right way and a wrong way to do these yes. things. If you're going to have liabilities, they need to be things that make sense. But not everything that people consider a li- uh, an asset, excuse me, is truly an asset. If it's not providing you any sort of income, helping you grow, then it isn't. Assets work for you. They add to your income, even if you're not living on it right now. So there's traditional investments and there's a bunch of different types out there. Um, rental property could be an asset if done properly. Anything that brings income to you rather than taking it from you. So part of your education, part of kind of gauging which group you're part of would be do you and your friends understand the difference between assets and liabilities when it comes to your financial journey? So that's step one. That one's pretty easy. But here's the next thing. Are the people in your circle striving to learn and grow or are they comfortable with not growing? For many people, they're comfortable. Yeah. They're not really looking to expand their situation. And for some that may be okay, but if your goal is to expand, you got to surround yourself with other people who are on that same track. Yes, there's this quote that uh, leaders are readers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Many of the most successful people are, are huge readers. And mm-hmm. so for me, I've like set this goal. I, I used to read a lot. Mm-hmm. And I got out of habit. So my goal is to read 10 books this year, which okay. I have not read 10 books in, in a, a while. long time. You've not read three books I in a while. I have not read three books in a while. But <laughs> this year, you know, I'm, I'm pushing myself to read 10 on top mm-hmm. of studying and doing all these other things. So. Well, and what I have found is in recent, you know, in the last few years, we are so busy with the kids' activities that once I sit down at night, I'm basically toast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep. Yes. And my kids make fun of me. Like if we're having a family movie night, I'm out in like three minutes, 10 minutes most. So what I have found is I will listen to podcasts or audiobooks yes. while I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, you know, when I'm on the way back from one of my kids events out of town, when the travel games or whatever, while they're sleeping in the back seat, I'll throw a book in my ear and listen to it on the way. So I'm using that time wisely. If you've got a commute in the morning, You could be using your commute to further your education. You know, there's a ton of different options out there. Learn how money works in different situations. Learn how to use your finances to your benefit. Learn about investments. We've got a ton of content through Talking Sense that you can learn about 
what different investments do so that you can learn. I mean, think about the things you didn't know before you joined GenWealth. And oh. I'm not saying it's magical because it's GenWealth, no. but you're just, it's not part of your day-to-day yes. interaction with money. Oh no. And so there's a lot of things that for me, when I was getting licensed, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Yes. How did I not know this thing? Yeah, Do you I, find yourself doing oh, that? Oh yeah. I, um, I shared a, a podcast with somebody that was about finances and in, mm-hmm. in the economy and they're like, um, we don't understand a word that uh, that person said. I'm like, and you know, that's what started this this podcast. Really? Is there's so many out there yes. that they don't know how to talk to normal people. Mm-hmm. And I say normal people because I are one. Um, and so we were like, okay, how could we do this in a way that people can listen to it and someone who doesn't have a finance degree or a sure. license could understand it? Cool. Okay. So that that's a big part of it. Another thing you could do is learn how to make extra money. There are often opportunities all around you to make extra money if your goal is to pay off debt or if you're trying to build savings. But if you're not paying attention to the opportunities around you because it's not top of mind again, you might miss those. Another thing I have learned, especially in my role as a financial advisor, is learning to be a good listener. Now, I'm going to say this does not always translate into my personal life. I will own this in case my husband's listening to this episode. (laughs) I don't want him calling me out on Facebook or something. Um, But learning to listen and ask good questions. When I was going through my training process, I spent a lot of time in the meeting rooms with John. And there were many times where just by sitting still, I would go, wait a minute, he did something different there. Yes. I'm going to listen and I'm going to pay attention. And then after the meeting, I would pull him aside and be like, okay, wait, that was different. With your financial journey though, if you're listening to your peers or to your mentors, you can avoid a lot of pitfalls, wouldn't you say? Oh, totally, totally. You know, I mean, there's nothing magic about money, Mm -hmm. but it's more common sense. And you just got to pay attention and be thoughtful about those decisions that you make involving your finances. And I think if you're listening to what other people are doing, one filter I would caution you to use is to filter it through what fits your life. Mm-hmm. So if if that person's, you know, chasing something that works for them, that doesn't necessarily mean it would translate to you. So for instance, you know, one of our marketing guys here, his name's Roman, he can do video editing and he's fantastic at it. He has made me look really good multiple times. For me to try to mimic that would be silly because I don't have that skill set. But there are others in my life who I could say, okay, that thing right there would work for me. You know, I would not be able to do his job, but I could do something else if I'm listening and looking for those opportunities. Another thing I would caution is, you know, there's lots of information out there. Mm -hmm. I call them the self-anointed, self-appointed experts, you know. (laughs) Um, That's a good way to put it. I like um, that. But they may not really know what they're talking about. You know, they Mm -hmm. may sound like they know what they're talking about because they put out a lot of content. But Mm -hmm. unless they've had some training or a background, they be cautious, be cautious, beware. And we've talked about that before here where there's a lot of information, not a lot of wisdom. Yes. And, And that's the problem that I see with a lot of podcasts out there. And that's why it's important to filter what you hear through common sense, because Anybody can get in front of a camera, put a mic in front of their mouth and talk, almost anybody. But that doesn't mean that what they're saying applies to you. So make sure that you take it and you filter it through common sense, what fits for your life. Janet was telling me about an author the other day when we're talking about this concept of listening well. His name is Patrick, and I may butcher this last name, I apologize, Lencioni. She mentioned that he doesn't really talk about money per se, but he is going to teach you a lot about people. So if you're not a reader, he does have a podcast you can check out. But learning to read and learn from others, again, I cannot tell you how many times in my life 
I have grown as a person just from watching others. And I, I read something the other day and I've heard it a bunch of different ways, but it talked about thinking about who you want to become and then imagining what those daily habits of that person would look like. What would they do when they get up in the morning? What would they eat? What would they um, listen to? What would they read? And then start showing up for that person. You may not be there yet, but if that person would, you know, get up and do their quiet time first thing, then start doing that. If that person would not go and get that $7 coffee today, then start doing that because you'd be shocked that you're not going to get where you go. I don't know. You'll be shocked, but I can tell you from experience, you're not going to get where you want to go by accident. No, you have to be very intentional about it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have a very intentional, I'm almost routine. I follow most mornings when I get up, but mm-hmm. you know, I make the plan the night before I get all my clothes laid out, the coffee pot's ready to turn on, you know, <laughs> I'm not shocked at all that you're that way. Yeah. Ryan. <laughs> Are you not? <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that, but for a different reason, yes. because when I get up, I'm going to have a lot of people who have demands on yes. my brain. Yes. And so for me to sit down the night before and say, okay, here are the things that I'm going to need to be prepared before I get mm-hmm. up in the morning. Here are the things that have to happen it keeps me from doing, I'm going to call it mom math. Mm-hmm. Mom math says, I tell myself the night before I'm going to get up at this time. I'm going to go get the gas before I go to work, mm-hmm. right? Go yeah. fill my gas tank on the yes. way to work. Cause I didn't want to do it on the way home. Real math says I'm going to have a four-year-old who needs every second of my time. Yes. So I better plan ahead. I better get the gas tonight so that I'm not scrambling in the morning. That's part of knowing yourself. And then you can look at the successes and failures of others and save yourself those failures by paying attention. So being active in that. And then our last thing, looking at that group that you're around, trying to be around a group of like-minded people is understanding that actions speak louder than words. Are your friends talking about being financially independent or are they doing something about being financially independent? And I would personalize this too. Are you talking about it or have you taken time to evaluate what it's going to take to get there and started taking steps? Many of us have similar dreams and goals. Let's be real. Many of us would love to travel or maybe let our kids have a better life than we had. I think that's something that most parents want. Many of us have this idea of like a dream house, dream car, dream retirement, dream job, whatever it is. Um, But what are you doing? If you want a different job, are you earning the skills to be ready for that job? If you want a healthier lifestyle, are you making healthier choices? If you want to be financially independent, are you educating yourself? Are you learning how to interact with others around you successfully? Are you making the day-to-day decisions? Definitely. You know, people almost whine about, well, you know, I'll never be able to retire. I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to Mm -hmm. do that. But, you know, are you really, are you maximizing as much as you can put in your retirement account or or whatever your saving investment vehicle is, you know, Mm -hmm. are you living on a budget so Mm -hmm. that you can do that or put more back? You know, you just have to be intentional about it. Exactly. Well, you've survived, Brian. I have. It is time for our two cents, which is kind of our last comments. If you were to think of something from this episode that you go, I wish people knew this. What would you say? Okay, so this uh, parallels another book I've read, uh, Mm -hmm. Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Look around you. What what path are those in your circle of friends choosing? Are they highly effective people on the path to financial independence? And if not, start reevaluating that. It's not about not being friends with people. It's about creating your closest circle out of people Mm -hmm. 
that are on a similar path. What about you? Would people describe you as someone who is on the path to financial independence? And if not, what can you do today to make adjustments? Because you do have that power. I've got another quote for you from Seth Godin. It says, who you hang out with determines what you dream about and what you collide with and the collisions and dreams that lead to your changes. And the changes are what you become. Change the outcome by changing your circle. You guys have got this. Thank you so much for joining us today on Talking Sense. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. 